Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. I brought some coconut flour today. We're talking about this today. Does it need to be soaked? Doesn't it need to be soaked? I'm Wardy from Traditional Cooking School by Ganalflins, and you're joining me today for Ask Wardy. That's my weekly show devoted to answering your questions about traditional cooking. I'm thrilled you're here. Welcome to those on Periscope and Facebook Live, and those of you checking it out later. Um, for everybody, if you've got to run, you want to refer to this in the future, you want to read along, just go to askwardy.tv, look for episode 71. And all the notes and everything I'm going to share today is ready for you right now. And when we're done, this recording will be plopped in there too so you could listen or watch. As you're coming on live, a couple things you should know. First of all, love to hear from you. So put a comment, share your first name, where you're from, and what you're sipping on today. And also know that if you're on Facebook Live or you're catching this later, there are links below this video for you, except on Periscope. Um, and if you're on Facebook Live, Millie is there with us live and she's going to paste links as I mention things because we have a lot of recipes and information and a special offer for you today to cover. Hi, Sherry in Nashville. Very close, just a little bit south of here. Great to see you, Sherry. And Monica, good to see you from California. I'm thrilled to see you all here. All right, so... Oh, we got a lot of good stuff to cover today. I want to do a little bit of show and tell first, if you don't mind. These are wonderful salted caramel no-bake cookie bites, a recipe from our blog writer, Lindsay. Uh, they are so yummy, so yummy, and they are made of coconut flour. They're sweetened with coconut syrup, and they've got healthy coconut oil in them, so they are just a coconut treasure, really, and I'm gonna talk to you more about this in a bit um, and do a taste test for you. But here's the issue with coconut flour. So coconut's a nut, right? Or some people say it's a fruit, but let's talk about it as if it's a nut, right? Well, we know that nuts and seeds have phytic acid, which means we need to soak them to neutralize the phytic acid so they don't mess with our mineral absorption. That's the problem with phytic acid. So does that mean that our coconut flour needs to be soaked? Um, to neutralize phytic acid, you want to soak, sprout, or ferment the food, the nut, the seed, the grain that has it. Well, if coconut is a nut, if it has phytic acid, doesn't it need to be soaked? The answer is not so simple, and that's what we're going to cover today, okay? Let's go um, to the actual question I received from Ryan L. He said, what are your thoughts on using coconut flour for things like breading and baking? Would you soak it before using it? Does it contain a considerable amount of phytic acid? I'm very interested to hear your thoughts. This is a wonderful question, Ryan, so let's talk about it. I want to get on the same page with everybody first to talk about what coconut flour is, because if you're used to baking with wheat flour, 
um, all-purpose flour and you haven't delved into grain-free or gluten-free baking, then you might have heard coconut flour, but you're like, what is that? Well, this is some coconut flour. Um, my favorite brand is Wilderness Family Naturals, and I'll talk to you about that in just a bit and show you how you can get some. Um, coconut flour is really, it comes from coconut, you know, coconuts that, um, that fruit that comes off the tree in tropical regions, and it's got a really brown fibrous outer husk, and it's got that thick white meat in the middle. Okay, well that meat that you might find flaked as coconut chips or shredded coconut, that is dried and then ground into a powder, that's coconut flour. It's high in fiber, it's low in carbohydrates, it has fat, um, it's really nutritious, and um, it doesn't have the same issue that you'd have like with almond flour or other nut flours. Those can go rancid um, because the fats in them go rancid. Coconut oil, the fat in coconut is more shelf stable. So a coconut flour product actually doesn't have the issues with rancidity um, that you might have with an, uh, a nut flour that's been sitting around for a while. So coconut flour is a really, really great option for your grain-free or gluten-free baking. Now I wanna give a little caveat here is that it behaves very differently than normal flowers though. I wanna answer Ryan's question. And so a little bit later in today's broadcast, I'm gonna cover the peculiarities. And just a reminder for everyone, everything I'm covering today is at askwardy.tv. Just look for episode 71, does coconut flour need to be soaked? All right, you will find everything I'm sharing. You can bookmark it or share it. That reminds me, if you like what you're hearing now, uh, please share, please subscribe, please comment. I love to hear from you and we always love new visitors. And thanks for those hearts on Periscope. Okay, so a little bit about my favorite coconut flour for those of you um, that are looking. My favorite is from Wilderness Family Naturals. This is how it comes um, in one of their packages, a 2.2 pound bag. Um, I love their flour because of the way um, it behaves and the way it behaves is actually a result of their really good processing. And I have a quote for you at askwardy.tv with these episode notes to tell you about it. I'll just give you the quick version. Basically, they are processing their coconut flour at low temperatures. That means um, the resulting flour isn't toasted. There isn't a fat loss. So you have really good flavor. You have a nice white, light flour that gives you lighter and fluffier results and really good flavor because the fat isn't lost or there's... <clears throat> The other flowers, the fat isn't completely lost, but less is lost with Wilderness Family Naturals flour because of their processing. So you get really good flavor, you get really good moist results, and the results, again, are just light and fluffy. I really, really love their coconut flour. It is my coconut flour of choice. We do use it often, such as in no-bake treats like these, but also grain-free baking. One of our daughters um, needs to stay low on carbs and grain-free, so coconut flour is a wonderful choice for all of that. All right, um, and I want to let you all know, I'll cover this at the end, but really quickly, Wilderness Family Naturals, in case you have to run, I want you to let you know that they have a coconut trio that they've made available just to you all. Yes, special friends of Traditional Cooking School by Ganalflins. Uh, it's this fabulous package. It contains a 2.2 bag of 2.2 pound bag of coconut flour, what we're discussing today, plus a 16 ounce jar of coconut syrup and a 16 ounce jar of coconut oil. They're raw cold pressed coconut oil, which is my favorite. It's, and it's super, it's, 
it's got a wonderful coconut flavor and it's hardly refined so I, I love this oil anyway this package right now is 22% off and you get free shipping so you're really going to save about $18 total which if you consider one of these jars each one of these is about $12 one's a little bit less one's a little bit more but we'll just call it $12 and shipping is like five to six dollars in the US so basically when you order the coconut trio together save 22%, you're gonna get like one of these jars free and you're gonna get your shipping free. So it's a fabulous, fabulous deal. There is a link right below this video. You can click over and check it out now or later, or you could go to tradcookschool.com slash trio, T-R-I-O for coconut trio. All right, let's continue going talking about coconut flour. Ryan was asking, does it contain a significant amount of phytic acid? Does it need to be soaked? Got some Good news for you. Again, phytic acid is what we call an anti-nutrient and it's in nuts and seeds, grains. Um, and when you consume those un when, with the phytic acid untreated, the, the phytic acid enters your body and it binds with minerals in your digestive tract, which basically means you're not getting the minerals, it's taking the minerals. And in today's day and age, mineral deficiency is rampant, so phytic acid is an important thing to consider. And in traditional kitchens, we soak, sprout, sprout or ferment those nuts and seeds um, to eliminate or to neutralize the phytic acid. And by the way, when I say ferment, um, when you're talking about grains, you really call that sour, like sourdough. And you might know we're big fans of sourdough here. Anyway, so it's important to treat phytic acid. And coconut flour does have phytic acid. But before you think that's the end, don't run away, I've got more coming. I wanna explain the phytic acid issue to you. This is from um, a letter to the editor that Bruce Fife, ND, submitted to the Weston Price organization um, several years ago. He said, phytic acid occurs in nuts and seeds in two forms, phytic acid and phytic acid salts, and both of them are generally referred to as phytates. Together, these two compounds make up the total percentage of phytates reported in various foods. However, they do not possess the same chelating power. The chelating effect of the phytates in corn, wheat, or soy are not the same as those in coconut. You can't predict the total chelating effect based on total phytate content alone. And here's the bottom line. The mineral binding effect of the phytates in coconut is essentially non-existent. Really good news. So it has a form of phytic acid, but it doesn't have a mineral binding effect. It's as if coconut has no phytic acid at all. In a study published in 2002, researchers tested the mineral binding capacity of a variety of bakery products made with coconut flour. Mineral availability was determined by simulating conditions that prevail in the small intestine and colon. And the researchers concluded, I'm quoting Bruce, but now he's going to quote the researchers, coconut flour has little or no effect on mineral availability. Meaning, it doesn't bind with minerals in your digestive tract, so its form of phytic acid is basically as if it didn't have phytic acid at all. All right? The effect of coconut flour on mineral availability, or that's in a study, I'll just skip that. In other words, coconut flour did not bind to the minerals. All right, so that's really good news. There is phytic acid in coconut flour, but it's the non-mineral binding form that makes it as if coconut flour doesn't have phytic acid. 
So, Ryan, the answer to the question, does coconut flour have phytic acid? Yes, but does coconut flour need to be soaked? I think you already know the answer by now. No, it doesn't. And this is again quoting Bruce. Therefore, soaking or other phytic acid neutralizing processes, aka soaking, sprouting, fermenting, souring, are completely unnecessary. Good news, huh? Soaking, now this is where it gets interesting. I'm going to keep reading to this to you. Soaking has been suggested as a means to reduce the phytic acid content in grains and nuts, and we've been talking about that. Some suggest coconut flour should also be soaked, but to soak coconut flour doesn't make any sense. The coconut meat from which the flour is made, remember, it's that brown fibrous husk with white coconut meat inside and then coconut water in the center, the coconut meat from which the flour is made is naturally soaked in water its entire life, 12 months, as it is growing on the tree. So to remove the meat from the coconut and soak it again is totally redundant. After the coconut meat has been dried and ground into flour, soaking it would ruin the flour and make it unusable. You should never soak coconut flour, he says. And he goes on to talk about how coconut has been consumed raw, for centuries by people in tropical climates and in their traditional cultures they had no issues with mineral deficiencies and they consumed a great amount of coconut especially raw without detrimental effects so thank you bruce fife um i think it's so interesting that you pointed out that the water inside has been effectively soaking the coconut for 12 months so it pretty much comes out soaked so whether that soaking makes it that we don't need to soak it or whether it just doesn't need to be soaked, I think it's pretty cool. Um, and I love it. I love it. To me, when I read about that, I thought, oh, praise the Lord. That is the beauty of God's design. So cool. So Ryan, you were also asking about how to use coconut flour in baking. So although you don't have to soak your coconut flour, you can't just substitute your coconut flour one for one for regular flour and be good to go. It's really important to know its peculiarities and it does have some. Um, there's a link below this video to a coconut flour baking primer that goes through a lot more details. I'm just going to give you a quick summary right now. Um, coconut flour doesn't have gluten so it can't and gluten is the protein that provides good structure in your breads and baked goods. Wheat flour has it, einkorn has it, spelt has it, all the gluten containing grains have it uh, and coconut flour doesn't have it. So that means if you bake with it your foods just crumble apart unless you use eggs. And you need to use a lot of eggs when you bake with coconut flour, like six eggs for every half cup of coconut flour. It's just the way it is. And I, I know there are probably tried and true recipes out there where they use egg substitutes. So you would want to search out coconut flour recipes uh, for whatever you're making so you can, um, because it's peculiar, I just wouldn't start from scratch unless I was really experienced with coconut flour. I'd start with a tried and true recipe where they're either using lots of eggs or they've got a really good um, egg substitute going to provide that, that binding structure uh, to, to compensate for gluten not being there. Also, you generally use less coconut flour than regular flour, and that's because, remember I said how it has a lot of fiber? The fiber makes it highly absorbent. So a little bit of coconut flour is gonna absorb tons of liquid. So that means you're using less coconut flour than you would regular flour. And, and in addition, you're increasing the liquid. Again, these are all reasons to use 
and seek out tried and true coconut flour recipes. We have a lot of them um, on our site and there are links with this video to give you those recipes. One of them happens to be um, one we published yesterday from Lindsay, these no-bake salted caramel cookie bites. We also have another fantastic recipe published just the other day. I've got a picture of it here because it's oh so tantalizing. These are paleo chocolate chip brownies and coconut flour is the base. The sweetener is the um, coconut syrup I mentioned to you before and of course it has healthy coconut oil in it. So this coconut trio I was telling you about. So just look uh, below this video uh, recording or if you're on Facebook Live, Millie is posting links right below this video for you to those recipes. Um, I also want, I'll say we have a grain-free mixed berry cobbler recipe linked for you. We have grain-free maple pumpkin chocolate chipped cake pops. <laughs> we have grain-free salmon patties with lemon um, sour cream. Th that's a recipe of mine and um, it was at a period of time when our entire family was using grain-free baking and we love salmon patties. And so I used coconut flour. Um, this is a bag of coconut flour. I use coconut flour um, as the, you know, the flour in those salmon patties. They're really, really good. Um, I already told you about the, oh no, we have paleo double chocolate chunk cookies and we have grain-free chocolate cupcakes with a chocolate buttercream frosting. Anyway, lots of recipes for you. Remember how I was saying you want to start with tried and true recipes when baking with coconut flour? It's like more important with coconut flour than almost any other type of baking. You want to get your feet wet. Uh, with tried and true recipes because it is so peculiar. I mean, you will be surprised. If you're used to like using two or three cups of flour in a recipe, you're gonna be using like a half a cup or a quarter of a cup of coconut flour. Uh, one of the meatloaf recipes that I have in our pressure cooking um, e-course, if you make it like with, and you use like einkorn flour, a whole wheat flour, you know, a, a grain-based flour in your meatloaf, you're adding like, I forget, double the amount it's like double the amount as if you were doing coconut flour let me explain that again i have this recipe written where you can make it grain free and if you do it grain free you're using coconut flour and using like half the amount of the other flour that's how significant the difference is okay ryan also asked if it was possible to use coconut flour as breading absolutely ryan it really is it really works now i do want to give a caveat that i find when i use coconut flour as breading like I'm dipping meats and frying or baking or in a sauce or whatnot, that the coconut flour has a little bit of a mealy texture because it doesn't dissolve and kind of get as smooth as another flour. But that's another vote for using Wilderness Family Naturals coconut flour because it just um, ends up a way better texture and a way better result than other coconut flours I've tried. Here's how you would do it. Um, you take your, you know, shallow dish that you would have your other flour in and you put your coconut flour in there and you're going to add spices and like for savory, I would use salt, pepper, garlic, cayenne pepper, chili powder, paprika, you know, those kind of little bit of a kick, but of course you need your salt. Anyway, you mix those into your coconut flour, you take your meat, whatever it is, and you dip it in your beaten egg and then you dip it in your um, coconut flour mixture. And just like when you're doing any other type of breading, you want to shake off as much as possible. That'll give you the best end result without like 
burnt bits of flour or without um, an extra mealy texture. So if you keep the flour just so it's just barely coating like you're supposed to with any breading, you're gonna get a good result. And you'll especially get a good result if you're using the Wilderness Family's um, coconut flour. In case you missed the beginning, their flour is processed at very low temperatures. So um, it doesn't result in a toasted flour. It ends up very light and white and fluffy. And because it's not toasted, then the, there's a little bit more fat in the end flour and that just gives you a really good end result. Okay, so definitely you can use coconut flour and breading. It turns out great. I've done it with fried items. I've even used coconut flour in a batter for like deep frying um, chicken or fish. I've also coated like chicken pieces in a, a dry breading and we've done fried chicken that way. Um, I've even coated like ground beef patties in it and put them in the pressure cooker like for a Salisbury steak. In fact, those of you who are members of Traditional Cooking School, check out the Pressure Cooking 2 e-course in our More Main Dishes lesson because we have that recipe in there. It comes from our friend Vicki Lynn Haycraft, Salisbury steak. You can use coconut flour. It's awesome. Okay, I want to wrap up again by giving you some more information on the coconut trio because if you love coconut or you want to try coconut, you have just got to uh, try Wilderness Family Naturals. Our family has been purchasing coconut products and other things for years. In fact, the very first thing we purchased from them was red palm oil because it makes awesome popcorn. And you can search our, our site for that red palm oil popcorn. It ends up with popcorn just like the movie theater. Um, today, though, we're featuring coconut products. So we've been talking all about the coconut flour that makes things like these no-bake salted caramel cookie bites. And I can't resist. So good. <laughs> What's amazing about those, which you all could taste, is the coconut syrup. So the coconut syrup is what gives it the caramel flavor. It's amazing. It's similar like to molasses or maple syrup, but it just has this caramely flavor all its own. We love using it, um, waffles, pancakes, toast, or in desserts like that for a caramely flavor. It's wonderful. And so from Wilderness Family Naturals, they are bundling the coconut syrup, the coconut oil, and the coconut flour all together in a package where you can save 22% and get free shipping. So all told, you're gonna save $18 with the Coconut Trio. It's available at tradcookschool.com trio. It's only available through Monday, May 1st. You gotta act now. It's exclusive to all of you. These are full-size products. It's 2.2 pounds of coconut flour and 16 ounce jars of coconut syrup, coconut oil. Um, all together, these would retail for 49, let's see, how much was it? 40, 47.25, but you're gonna get um, basically what you're gonna get is like one of these jars free plus free shipping because the total you're gonna save on that package is $18 so your total is gonna be 29 so your shipping is gonna be free and like one of these jars is gonna be free and these are fantastic wonderful products you can use to make the salted caramel no bakes I was just showing you and just look with this video uh, for a link to that recipe it was just posted yesterday you could use it to make use these products to make these paleo chocolate chip brownies Anyway, 
um, I just can't, I just couldn't wait to share this with all of you. I'm so excited because I love Wilderness Families products and they've been so, so generous to put this package together. It's an awesome deal, 22% off plus free shipping. The link is with this video. Check it out and please do take advantage um, because it won't last forever. And if you do place your order, make sure to thank them because it was a special package they put together because I begged a little bit. Like, I really love your stuff and I really want people to try it. Could you give us a really good deal? And um, Chris, the owner, um, put together a really good package. It's, I mean, if you order it, it's like you're getting this one for free or this one for free and you don't pay shipping. Um, I don't know what else to say about it except that you all have to check it out. And I'm going to round up just by um, reviewing for Ryan here about coconut oil, coconut flour. Yes, coconut flour does have phytic acid, but it doesn't need to be soaked because it's the kind of phytic acid that doesn't is, has a non-binding to minerals effect, according to Bruce Fife, who I was quoting in this um, episode. And so you don't have to soak it, which is awesome. On Periscope, how do you order? It's tradcookschool.com slash trio, T-R-I-O. And that's available through May 1st, Monday, May 1st. So you do want to act now. Um, $29 for the whole thing, which saves you a total of $18, including free shipping. So super, super deal. Please take advantage of it. And be sure to say thank you. And then make these. Make these no-bake salted caramel bites. You won't regret it. They are super, super yummy. Thanks, everyone, for joining me. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me, at TradCookSchool, with your question, and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at tradcookschool on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments, and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.